two of those four are against Archbishop Bergen, and Archbishop Bergen has a half-point lead over Plainview, and uh, Amherst is right behind both of them. Yeah, Amherst is going to have to to they control their own destiny. I mean, sometimes that's easier said than done. I guess every team does when the tournament starts, right? Uh, but and we'll talk about the individual matchups coming up. But they do. They've got a tough road, but it's a hoeable road. Um, in my opinion, Amherst uh, was not thought to have a chance this year. It's like this rebuilding thing after last year's like 17th place finish. Uh, Amherst has got a very legitimate shot uh, to do some real damage tomorrow. And one other dynasty that was swept under the rug, Omaha Scott only had five wrestlers qualify, and here they are in the top five. Four of those five wrestlers are in the semifinals. Yeah, unheard of in Class B to bring five guys and to be in the conversation, and they're deeply in the conversation because as we talk about Hastings and talk about some of these teams kind of chasing in B, they could fall down a little bit, and if Scutt were to find a way to stick, say, five in, uh, or four in, excuse me, and get four medals, five medals, they absolutely absolutely will factor into this thing well let's get after it we will start with class a columbus has the lead after one day we'll see how it works they made they brought 13 kids down here columbus had been as highly ranked as number two early on the season and then it didn't bounce their way but then you look at the records of these kids that are uh, into the semifinals and they're amazing so they have 77 points millard south is second with 72 and a half. Omaha Burke third with 67. Lincoln East is fourth with 65. And then Kearney is fifth with 58. Then a 20-point drop-off to Grand Island and Papillion La Vista, who both have 38 points. Yeah, and I still think this is Millard South's tournament. Columbus is a great team, and the thing that makes them great is they're just gritty tough from the top to the bottom of that lineup. But I do think uh, that this probably is Millard South's tournament. And for Kearney, this is how the day went. They went 9-1. and one in the opening round and almost 10-0. Gage Ferguson had a tough draw against Sturdivant, who was upset uh, in, a, in where the top two guys were in the same district. And he was ahead one nothing with about 30 seconds to go uh, before uh, Ferguson fell 2-1. to one. So Carney went 9-1 and one in the first round and then uh, went 4-5. and five. And uh, I know you will hear from Coach Swarm, 6 was probably very realistic, and that's going to be the difference between keeping them in the team race maybe and not. Archer Heelan dropped a close one at 106 pounds. They thought he could get into the semifinals. He fell 6-4. to four. Riley Steele, uh, well, he had a tall task today against Burks. He got beat 13-4. to four. Gage McBride lost 6-2. to two. And Gus Franzen, uh, kind of a call that went against Carney. It looked like maybe he was going to take the lead, then all of a sudden he's coming from behind, has to take an ill-advised shot, ends up getting beat 8-3. to three. That leaves Hunter Nagatani and uh, Carter Abels into the finals for the first time, and defending champs Philip Mumi and Nick James also going on to the finals. Yeah, and and you know the two champs are really solid. I I, I don't see any way they don't push through. Mumi's got to have this Carter Kuchera match again that just from Columbus that these guys have battled forever. Nagatani is going to have his hands full uh, without question uh, there, and I think Abels has got a real chance at sixty, Doug. Uh, so And if they score those big points, and let's just get to that in a second, understand that as we talk about these semifinals and the team races, it's different. When you win in the quarters, like first when you win in the first round today, you get two points plus bonus. So it could be four, right? So if, if you get a pin, you get four. You win in the second round, it's five points and could be seven. Tomorrow night, if you win, it's 11 and can be 13. So it's a big deal. So one win is like winning two quarterfinals or winning as many as four first-round matches. So to, when the team that wins and pulls away after tomorrow night jammed dudes into the finals, and if Carney could come out here and, and 
stick four in, stick three in. I mean, you're talking 30 points. Here's Coach Ty Swarm. Joined now by Kearney High Wrestling Coach Ty Swarm after day one of the State High School Wrestling Tournament where the Bearcats got off to a great start. They were able to uh, put nine into the quarterfinals and then four into the semifinals. They're setting in fifth in the team race. Coach Ty Swarm joins us here. and Coach, I think it was a, a tale of two different uh, scenarios, two different rounds here. Uh, now that you've had a little time to digest what happened this morning, how do you feel about the Bearcats in day one? Oh, we feel really good about what what we did today. Uh, you know, the goal was to come in and, and wrestle hard six minute matches, and uh, our guys did a nice job of that. Unfortunately, you can compete well and still lose matches, and we had a couple not go our way, our, our way, and maybe left a guy or two that uh, could have made it in the semifinals not there. Those are the ones that always seem to hurt. What do you think was the difference in a couple of those really close matches? Oh, just the, the little details, you know, at 106, we get a late take or a takedown in the third with plenty of time after we cut him to take him down. And we really didn't get back to looking for leg attacks and just trying to tie it up with a takedown. And we stayed in the upper body. I think that's just a, a lapse of judgment on his his part right there. And, and we would definitely want to be shooting in there and trying to take him down and force overtime. Uh, late in the match at 170, we get a, uh, what we would consider a takedown and win the match. Kid pops up, we lock hands, we give up one, and we get called for stalling, tie the match up. Then we either got to ride him out to go overtime or we got to cut him and take him down. We made the choice to cut him. Burn you, but we wrestled really smart matches up to that point. Still a lot of things. Out of the four semifinalists, obviously, you've got a couple in Philip Mumy and Nick James that are looking to get back on top of the medal stand. And then maybe you've got Hunter Nagatani uh, and Carter Abels, who will be uh, underdogs, maybe a little bit more for Hunter. I want to start with Carter. I mean, obviously, when you have a Columbus kid, uh, you guys have seen each other about as much as Lincoln East. And Carter could end up maybe making some history if he wins this, uh, probably would be looking yeah. at the Burks trying to get a four-timer on Saturday. Yeah, uh, Carter came out, and he's wrestled well this this last month. He's just getting better every week. Uh, great adjustments in his matches. Uh, I like what Carter's doing right now. We've wrestled this kid twice. We've lost – or three times. He's beat us twice. We beat him once, and every one of the matches has been just nail-biter tight. And so it's going to be a great semifinal matchup tomorrow. But we are very excited with what Carter Abels is doing right now. Hunter Nagatani, uh, he's got this unorthodox style that kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat, but he scores a ton of points. And so he did, he did a great job getting through those first two rounds. We're going to run into the number one kid, Haynes, out of Omaha Central tomorrow in the, in the semifinals. Uh, we're hoping to use some of our funkiness to our advantage, put him in an uncomfortable position, and maybe uh, see if we can pull out a win. Carney Bearcat, Coach Ty Swarm. Uh, finally, let's take a look. At, uh, the matchups for uh, Phil Mumi and Nick James. I'm guessing Cardi Kuchera is tired of seeing Phil Mumi, but the more you wrestle the same opponent, sometimes it gets a little hairy for the for the uh, favorite. And then for uh, Nick, he's taking on Nielsen out of Omaha Burke. What about those two matchups? Yeah, the nice thing for those guys is we've seen both of those matchups before. Uh, I think Mumi wrestled Kuchera last year in the semifinals. Uh, so when you're wrestling those kids and you have beat them before, their job is going to be to keep it close with you and try to pull something out and uh, get the upset. Uh, being that those guys are veteran wrestlers and have had success down here at the state tournament, uh, they're going to know we got to come out, we got to do what we're in control of, score some points, and, and kind of take that hope away from those guys. 
All right, Coach, we'll let the team race play itself out on Friday and uh, talk about that tomorrow. Thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck on Friday. Thanks, Dad. We'll see you tomorrow. That's Ty Swarm, head coach of your Kearney Bearcats for Grand Island. They'll have two into the quarterfinal or into the semifinals. They're lightweights, Juan Pedro and Blake Cushing at 106 and 113. Colby Lucas-Savage, Tyler Salpas, Oscar Richter, Dalen Calabione, and Ethan McPhillips all were beaten in the quarters and actually Actually, uh, Dalen and Ethan had uh, two tough opponents and uh, were very close, uh, 3-2 and 5-3. Then you've got uh, Kale Kingery, Brody Aarons, uh, Jacob Sheldon, both of the Darris boys in the first round at Wrestlebacks tomorrow. We will take a look at classes B and C when we return on our Wrestling Recap Show brought to you by Impact Seed. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Richfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Producer engineer Cassie Sloan and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda, back on the Wrestling Recap Show brought to you by Impact Seeds. Craig Weech is your Pioneer Seed dealer. Let's move on to Class B. We touched on it earlier. Hastings, when it looked like maybe they were going to take it on the chin, losing in the quarters at 13 and 20, they bounce back with four straight wins, and they have the team lead with 46. Omaha's got four. Columbus Lakeview 35. Lexington is fifth with 30. Kozad is 10th with 26 and a half points. And then with Granada Northwest, they are in 11th with 26 points. Aurora is among those tied for 16th. And Adams Central tied for 22nd with 11 points. For Hastings into the semifinals, Bryce Brown, Isaac Hunsley, Mason Brumbaugh, who had an exciting 6-5 quarterfinal win, and Damon Pape. Losing in the quarters, Landon Zesker, Dylan Miller, along with uh, Evan Marara and Blake Davis, who fell 3-2 to two to the number one Maguera out of Schuyler at 220 pounds. And then you have Jackson Phelps and Jose Cajillas, who uh, were beaten in the first round today. For Adams Central, they have one semifinalist in 95-pounder Connor Brown. Cam Court and Tristan Obermiller lost in the quarters. Devin Ackles, Blake Hessler, and Noah Machnickney uh, were beaten in the opening round for Aurora, they went 4-0 in the opening round, but only Caden Swoboda was able to make it into the semis. For Grand Island Northwest, we talked about it being a little rough. Uh, they went 4-4 uh, in the opening round today, and then Grady Aarons and Grady Grease were the only two to advance on. Colin Quant and Owen Friesen lost in the quarters. Grayson Freeze, Austin Cooley, Cooper Kaiser, who was in the finals last year, and then heavyweight Marcos Martinez lost in the ultimate tiebreaker, and they will be in the first round wrestlebacks tomorrow. Yeah, and I think when you look at that Northwest, if they can get the two big guys, or the well, they're six-pounder, the, but their two semifinalists through, they're going to score a bunch of points on the backside. I do believe that. Yeah, Kaiser and Martinez are going to score a lot of points. 
they should, should. Uh, after being knocked off for Holdren. Uh, Trent Week was the only winner today, and then he lost in the uh, semifinal round or quarterfinal round. For Central City, as we talked about, uh, kind of a rough day. Only Dyson Coons and Sam Moore made it into the quarters, and both were beaten there. Coons now 50-1. and Kobe Brandenburg had been in the parade the last two years. He got knocked off in the first round. For Cozad, pretty decent day. They had four winners going four and two in the first round. And then their semifinalists are Jace Roosman and Josh Stahlbomber. And for Lexington... Uh, they were able to go five, uh, six and one in the first round, and that's why they're sitting in fifth place, a little tougher, going three and three in the quarterfinals. But Brady Fago, who had two great wins coming in as a four seed, he's in the semifinals. Tristan Berry and Riley Cup, and uh, have also advanced on. Jade Worth lost to Noah Stafurski, the York heavyweight, is going to play for the Huskers in the ultimate tiebreaker, three to two. And Gothenburg qualified only one wrestler, but Wyatt Holtz is on to the semifinals. Yeah, and I, Lexington really impressed me today, Doug. Tons of grit. They were in a lot of close matches, and they just wrestled very tough. We move on to Class C, where it was supposed to be Valentine and Broken Bow. Some thought maybe David City had a chance. Well, Broken Bow wrestled about as good as they could. They brought eight wrestlers, and they have six in the semifinals. They went 14-2 and two in their 16 matches today. They have 68 points. And as we shall point out, of course, most importantly, both Colton and Lathan Duda are into the semifinals for Broken Bow. Yeah, I think you'll see one, maybe both of the Dudas uh, in the finals tomorrow tomorrow broken bows in really good shape here uh they did their work today without question they've got a shot valentine is second with 53 david city 49 and a half in battle creek and arlington wood river is ninth with 27 points carney catholic has 16 points that's good enough for 13th place ravenna is tied for 14th and sutton is in 19th place for carney catholic they had some tough draws uh, a couple of the guys like Zach Rogers and Matt Feldner uh, got on the wrong side of the bracket, but Chris Feldner, the 132-pounder, had two wins today, and he's into the semifinals. Matt Feldner and Zach Rogers lost in the quarters, and Lane Shires drew Evan Waddington and wrestled in pretty tough but ended up getting pinned in the third period. Yeah, it's not out of sight to see them get four medals in this tournament, Doug. They've got one wrapped up, and uh, those three stars coming back uh, on the left side of that bracket are going to be tough. Six medals in each weight class. If you made the semis, you're already in for a medal. If not, you have to work tomorrow. For Wood River, they went 3-3 three and three in the first round and then went 3-0 and oh in the quarters. Dylan Anchetta, Carson Thompson, Evan Waddington, all in the semifinals. Of course, Waddington, the runner-up as a freshman and a sophomore, than the huge win over Max Hughes to deny him a four-time state championship last year. Yeah, they impressed me today. I thought they looked good uh, through their lineup and... Uh, uh, they lost uh, Camden Thompson at 52, lost a really close match in the first round uh, as well. So uh, they're kind of firing on all cylinders. For Ravenna, they brought five young men, and uh, Jaden Treffer and Alex Chapa won their first round matches. And then uh, Chapa gets to go into the semifinals. Now, he did win by injury default. We didn't exactly see what happened. I think he opponent uh, may concussion symptoms or something like that. It was a two-to-one match when it happened, so there was a lot of wrestling that was second period, and uh, Chapa will advance on uh, into the uh, semifinal round. Yeah, and he'll wrestle Duda from Broken Bow. Chapa's had a fabulous season, and it was, the kid was, uh, Chapa's opponent was trying to, like, argue with the coaches and the officials, and you could clearly tell that he didn't have all of his wits about him. For Gibbon, both the Escondon boys were here, both won in the first round, then Jose lost to the top-ranked wrestler in the uh, quarterfinal rounds, while Daniel was a winner 6-2. to two. Donovan Trumbull went 0-3 in the first round. St. Paul went 1-6 and six in the first round, and the one win was an upset. Nathan Shear uh, was able to knock off uh, a young man that you know real well, uh, Larry, in uh, Centura's uh, 
get the job done here in that uh, in that round in Austin Simmons, and then Shear ended up losing in the quarterfinals. Yeah, tough match. Simmons had beat him four times, uh, and I thought that Shear wrestled a very uh, good match. It was one where he had learned from his defeats and did a nice job. Uh, in that, you know, Simmons came into this tournament rated, I think, second in the state. So that's another one that goes backwards uh, very early. And Centura only had two, but the other wrestler, Kyle Bentley, uh, won both of his matches by second-period pins, and he's on to the semifinal. Yeah, both those kids have worked really hard. Uh, Kyle Bentley has worked extremely hard. It's been kind of a matter of keeping him healthy this year, uh, and he hasn't been able to train quite like uh, he'd like to because of uh, some things that he's dealing with. So that was a big win for him. Over a kid in the, in the quarters, he beat a kid that got fifth last year, so that was a big win. Aiden Smith, the only representative for Minden. He was a fourth seed. He came in into our wrestling rally on Sunday. He wrestled well, but you're taking on one of the uh, rated wrestlers in the state, and he fell 6-2 to two for Ord. Uh, boy, they, they may be the most injured team all year long. This was a top-five team in the preseason, and they lost five guys to season-ending injuries, beginning with Gabriel. Ethan Gabriel was preseason number one, lost him in the state football finals, a team that expected to have an incredible year, and now they don't have a semifinalist. Jesse Ulrich and C.J. Hobart won in the first round, but then Ulrich lost 6-5, and Hobart was pinned in the quarterfinal round. For Sutton, uh, they had Lee Carlson come in undefeated. He got upset by a pin in the quarterfinals. Joseph Heinrichs, the other winner in the first round, did win. 5-4, so he is on to the semifinal round. And then Loomis Bertrand had one winner and Jacob Hilmer. He lost in the quarters. Southern Valley had all three of their wrestlers uh, fall in the first round, as did the boys at Sandy Creek in South Central Unified. So they'll all have to come back and work hard tomorrow. They need three wins. If you lose in the first round, you got to win three times tomorrow to get into the medal round. It has happened. When we come back, we will wrap things up with Class D. Here from Amherst coach Chase Klingelhofer recap the class d results right after this Demilico is your one stop for your screen printing embroidery and promotional needs family reunions construction companies and softball teams all look better after a trip to Demilico and carney good luck wrestlers from Demilico sports fashions just south of the second avenue overpass in carney this broadcast is made possible in part by rusty's fertilizer in elm creek a proud sponsor of all area athletes Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm Agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. With Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back at the CHI Health Center in Omaha. Day one of the state wrestling championships have wrapped up. And uh, over the last decade, there's a lot of teams from our area that we talk about in the race every single year. Amherst uh, took the bump in the road, went to a tougher district, had a rebuilding year last year, ended up 14th at state. Uh, but this year they come back, they win their own district where number one Plainview was. And after day one, uh, they set in uh, third place as they are just uh, six points out of first, which is Archbishop Bergen, and they'll have four kids in the semifinals. Yeah, four kids in the semifinals, and they're going to match up with Archbishop Bergen at 120 pounds. They're going to match up with them uh, again down the road at 145 with Sam Florell. So when when you match up that way, you get to stop that your opponent from scoring while you are scoring. You know, if they were to win both of those, that's 
that's like a 40-point swing, legitimately. So uh, Amherst is in the driver's seat. Now, these are tough matches. Understand that Shields is going to wrestle the defending state champion uh, from Archbishop Bergen, but a, a match he absolutely can win. And Sam Florell will have Jacob Johnson, who was fifth last year. And then Quentin Frank's number one. He's probably the only one on paper that would be favored. And then uh, Jaron Potts has actually had a really good uh, run here. This is a kid that they didn't expect uh, from the state Raiders to be going as far as he has. Yeah, and Quentin Frank is a freshman. They better have it together tomorrow because he's going to wrestle Casey uh, or Keegan Casey, excuse me, from Thera Central, who was a state runner-up last year, walked in the parade. And then, of course, the story in Class D from our area is Tyler Pulowski of uh, Pleasanton suffered the ACL injury in football camp over the summer. He is going to try to be a four-time state champion uh two of those wrestlers uh, jackson burks from uh, or james burks from omaha burke is the other and he's in the semis but pulowski uh, is the story this weekend yeah he's looked fantastic in his two matches and he's gonna take on a wrestler tomorrow in the semis that's never placed at the state meet and so we move on to some of the other semifinalists before we hear from coach klingelhofer for alma they went to one and three in the opening round and then dalen russell lost in the quarters arcadia loop city went one and two in the first round they have the number one ranked heavyweight in Jacob Jarabic. He only had to wrestle 50 seconds today. He had a walk over forefoot in the first round and then cruised in the second round. But tomorrow in the semis, it is the number one versus number two for Jarabic. Yeah, and Marcus Kane from Weeping Waters won 54, 55 matches this year, though not as big as Jarabic. I mean, it's like Andre the Giant is the only one that he'd wrestled that would be bigger than he, but he's probably the biggest and most athletic in this field. He will test Jacob Jarabic tomorrow. He had a pin in the first round in five seconds. Yes, yes. And so there you go. And for Ansley Litchfield, Blake Rosiski was a winner in the first round. Slingsby and Larson lost, and Rosiski was pinned in the quarterfinals. For Axtell, rough one for Dustin Klingsborn. He ended up getting pinned. This is one of those where he was down, needed a point in the third period, got a little high on a, on a shot, and he ended up uh, on his back and lost that one. Fox and Senf will come back in the wrestlebacks. Elm Creek lost two close ones. Xavier Perez, who was a district champ, got pinned late, although he was behind. Uh, Kobe Smith lost 6-4 to four for Elwood. Connor shuts who had the best chance coming in was rated. He wins it 2-1 to one over Stoke Brand of Amherst, and then Bennett, Klaus, and Dickow lost in the first round. Yeah, and I think Schutz has got a real chance to get to the finals again. He was fifth last year, going to wrestle a kid that's never meddled in the state meet before, uh, and Schutz, I thought, looked really in control of him uh, his game today. Defending champion Burwell, it was going to be tough with six kids. It was made even tougher when they lost a couple of early ones. They have just two in the semifinals, Joel Ostrom and Corey Daw. Yeah, both those guys should get through, I think, have had fantastic seasons. They lost Phillips early, and I feel like I feel like that just kind of took the air out of the team, and we weren't able to see them move forward like we thought. For Shelton, they went 1-3 and three in the first round, and then Jesse Sacito wins 5-1. He'll move into the semifinal round, and he'll have a guy that uh, we've seen up at the Amherst Invite, a rematch of this year's Amherst Invite final. Yeah, we've seen Eli Lanham from Plainview both at Amherst and saw him at the district tournament. Sacito lost to... Uh, Lanham this year four to two, but they wrestled last year for third and fourth in this tournament and Saucita beat him. So these are two dudes that have seen each other. They know a lot about each other. Then the rest of our area wrestlers, two more semifinalists, uh, only one wrestler each from Franklin and Overton, but they're in the semis. Heavyweight Keen Martin uh, for Overton. He's on the other side of that. Robic 1-2 matchup, so he could get there. Chase Hauserman of Franklin has also made it in. Dalton Hanson of Harvard did go one and one today. And then uh, for Arapahoe and for uh, South Loop and for the folks from Wilcox-Hildreth, all their wrestlers were beaten in the first round, as was Red Cloud Blue Hill. They'll all be in the wrestlebacks. Yeah, I think tomorrow's can't miss. If, if the weather keeps you out of here, 
Make sure you tune in to us tomorrow night. As the kids say, when something's really cool, it's going to be fire tomorrow. And it's 5 o'clock. And uh, Ken Amherst, hang in there. We had a chance to catch up with Chase Klingelhofer. Well, the Amherst Broncos have gotten day one under their belt, bringing eight wrestlers down and almost getting two qualifiers into the semifinals at 170 pounds. Maybe I'm having more fun with this, Chase, than a lot of people. But Chase Klingelhofer is the head coach of the Amherst Broncos, and half of the team is in the semifinals, and really no one's run away right now in day one in Class D. So, Chase, just a common question. How would you feel the Broncos did today? Um, I think overall we did. Um, very well. I think we, we matched what we were expected to do. Um, like you said, almost get, got both 170-pounders into the semi. Um, Sam Hollander wrestled tough against Chase Hauserman from Franklin in the quarters, and he's really impressed me um, just throughout the district tournament and then today as well. Um, not getting Drew Bogard and Jackson Tobenheim and Cole Stokebrand in, I thought those were matches that we could have won. Um, unfortunately, in Omaha, they don't always go your way. Um, the other four that are in semis, though, I'm very confident in and very comfortable with. Talk about Cole Stokebrand. Uh, he lasted a lot longer with shots of Elwood than back at the conference tournament. Yeah, at conference, he, he got in really deep on a shot, and um, he almost was too careful with the finish and um, kind of put himself in a situation in a position to where he could be neck whipped or thrown um, on his finish. So he today, uh, I didn't really get to see much of his match. I was on Sam Florell's quarterfinal, but um, I know it came down to two to one. And, and what I heard, he was on a pretty decent shot there at the end of the match and ran out of time. So um, just his improvement within the last two weeks, um, I think he can um, wrestle back. I think he's capable of wrestling back getting third. Talking with Amherst wrestling coach Chase Klingelhofer here in a post-game show. Talk about Sam's match. Eggleston and South Loop is always a tough, tough matchup. You never know what's going to happen. As uh, Larry said, no lead is safe in that match for either wrestler. With Guerrero. Excuse me. Yeah, Caden Guerrero, my yeah. bad. Yeah, that was uh, – uh, I was talking with my dad, the assistant, after, and that was one of the – Probably high-paced, kind of craziest matches I think I've ever been involved with. Um, both wrestlers were just incredibly aggressive, and I, you know, I knew Guerrero was dangerous, but he he was a lot faster than I thought he was. Um, I he looked a lot stronger than maybe what he gets credit for, but he gave he gave Sam a couple scares, I think, um, and. Uh, you know, Sam really had to focus on just wrestling smart and staying in good position. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a pretty exciting match, even though the score might not show it. Chase, what about the team race right now? Obviously, two of your four semifinals are against Archbishop Bergen wrestlers, and now by the rankings, you're a tad bit of an underdog, but definitely not a major underdog. Uh, give us a quick uh, overview of those four semis tomorrow night. Yeah, um, Isaiah has. Um, Archbishop in the semis. Uh, Clinton Frank will have <clears throat> Keaton Casey at Thayer Central. We've never wrestled him yet. Um, Sam Florell will have Archbishop. And uh, Jaron Potts will have uh, Zimmer from Creighton. So, yeah, basically, to get those, so especially the head to head wins with Isaiah and Sam are going to be huge. Um, I think Archbishop and, and Plainview meet up in the semis at 113, I believe. And say, you know, we, 
we might get a little help there from one of those teams just knocking off the other one that's trying to be in the top three. Um, but Friday night is always, to me, the most exciting part of the state tournament, I think, and, and I think it's going to live up to it tomorrow. All right, Chase, uh, have a good night with the guys, and uh, we'll look forward to a lot more wins on Friday. Thanks for the time. All right, thank you. Chase Klingelhofer, the head wrestling coach at Amherst. Uh, going to have some good semifinals, but uh, uh, I don't know that there's anybody that's going to dominate favor. Somebody like a Tyler Pulaski is uh, tomorrow, but uh, I think a lot of our listening area wrestlers might have their hands full if they're not the number one or two ranked kid. Yeah, no, I, I'm just telling you, and, and Friday night, it always is a fantastic event. It's amazing, but you, you've got uh, some, some pretty exciting pieces here. For Hastings to be able to step in here and have a shot to do this, for Amherst Maybe this is their Empire Strikes Back moment, as we talked earlier today about Columbus's back in the 80s. So things, things will really uh, uh, be pretty hot tomorrow night, I see. Happy Valentine's Day, buddy. Same to you, brother. It was so great to work throughout the day. That's our life here. We love wrestling. We hope you do as well, and we know if you do, you've been joining us here. We are back tomorrow. 9.30 is the A&D uh, session of Wrestlebacks, 12.30 BNC, and then make sure you're with us on Power 99 at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Hall of Famer Tom McCann will join myself and Larry Baker for the call of the state semifinals and the consolation wrestle background where they're trying to get in for medals. You've been listening to the Power 99 Wrestling Recap brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. To learn more about seed treatment options for your operation, contact Pioneer Sales Professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed today. Larry, we'll see you tomorrow. Can't wait. And and you just are exactly right. You're my dinner date for Valentine's Day. Good Lord. Let's go take care of that. For our producer engineer, Cassie Sloan, and... For Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow from the CHI Health Center in Omaha. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.